Kedusha. Yeah. 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 My favorite actress is uh, Eliza Dushka. <laughs> Dushka. Because I just love Nathan. What up? Let's think about Nathan. How are you, pal? I'm trying to be hype. It's well, Wednesday. It's fun day. It's Wednesday fun day. Yeah. Damn right it is. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Uh, A.K.A. the Nathan board. Boop, 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 boop. Nailed it. Yeah. Also with us is the Ramblin' Man, Russell. Hey, Dave, how you doing? It's a brand new year. It is a brand new year, and I'm doing great. Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. It's good, good to see your beautiful face. Good to see all. Yeah. Good to see your beautiful goatee. Thanks. Not my face, though. Got it. A.K.A. Russell Mania. Oh, yeah. That was a long exhale, and... I'm aroused. Uh, we also have a very special guest. D- guest? I didn't finish that. A very special guest. We have Classy Clayton. Boys, I haven't seen you since last year. Oh! <laughs> Was I the first person to make one of those awful, awful, awful... I think you were. I'm I understood glad. that. I'm glad for that. Yeah. I don't know where he was going with that. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. I know that too. I do oh, too. I don't have pink on. We are all definitely wearing pink. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. I'm wearing nothing but pink. It's under my pants. Pink. Yeah. Uh, this I've is seen it, Russell. It's okay. <laughs> this is the DKB Weekly, where we talk about news, Ooh, movie news. news. We talk about headlines, Nathan. Headlines. Yeah. We also talk about eating these jello shots with my friend Nathan. Oh, should we do it on right now? <laughs> yeah, dog. Uh, Clayton right. already ate his. All right, I here do. we go. And Russell's I lame. May have had yeah. so, cheers. Oh, that was good. Delicious. Yeah. It was delicious, Russell. It looks delicious. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, but you. first up. Thank you for eating my wife's jello. You're welcome. I will always eat your wife's jello. I don't like that I said that. <laughs> Sorry, Cassie. Uh, <laughs> I baited you so hard. You did. You did. I fell for it. He's such a master at it. A master baiter. Yeah, I know. That's what we went with. Oh, I see what you were yeah. doing. Yeah. It's a jerk it off thing. Clayton. Yeah. I've, I've heard of it. Clayton. You've heard of that? You yeah. can have one of Cassie's Jello shots, too, again, too, if you want. I'm always down to eat Russell's wife's Jello. All right, good. <laughs> Are we doing it together this time? Oh, yeah. I got one left. I got one left, too. Hell yeah. And then we got to get to something, right? We're doing Probably. something. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. I had to rim this one. He's got to finger the jello. Do you not like rimming? I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm generally a fan. It's not my go to. Right. Uh, first up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday fun day! 
Uh, first up, we have headlines. 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 First up on headlines, bend it over. I've got some doggy style news. The best kind. <laughs> NBC has hired Snoop Dogg as a special correspondent for the 2024 Summer Olympics. Snoop will provide color commentary for the sporting events. He'll visit landmarks and he'll interview athletes. For shizzle? For shizzle. That's how I might actually fucking watch that. That sounds great. Yeah, I, I totally don't usually would. watch yeah. Summer Olympics, but I'm curious enough to see what that would be like. I want to watch it now. And Same. I think this conversation right here is exactly why that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> Savvy move by whoever thought this out in a focus group somewhere. Yeah. Up next on headlines, Steamboat Willie, a.k.a. Mickey Mouse, hit public domain on January 1st. And within minutes, instances of Steamboat Willie's whistle hit dubstep remixes. Unique Mickey NFTs hit the market. Videos of him swearing and shooting people. And a movie poster made its rounds. The movie poster is for a horror-themed movie titled Mickey's Mousetrap. Some assumed it was fake, but in fact, the producers are looking to secure a distributor and are ready to release it in March. You know, a couple things. <laughs> <laughs> Lay it on us, Clayton. <laughs> well, I'm curious now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, NFTs. Remember when they were a thing? Oh, yeah. I feel so bad for the people that bought in big. Um, have you guys seen any of the, like, the Winnie the Pooh or... Um, I can't think of what the other one was that came out recently. I feel like there were a couple of them. Real low budget horror. Yeah, I haven't watched. I haven't watched either of them. There's two big ones. One I'll talk about. I I can't think of it. I literally can't think of it (laughs) because. Um, but yeah, I I would watch a Steamboat Willie horror movie. I would too. So that's 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 just one of two. All right. I love when properties hit public domain. Yeah, So, so much fun. So, also, director-producer Stephen Lamorte, uh, director of The Mean One, which I assume is the one you're talking yes, about. Yes, that's the one I could remember. The Grinch parody. And, oh, the yeah. producers, and the producers of Terrifier 2 have plans for a Steamboat Willie-themed movie. So, the movie would see Steamboat rolling into New York City and determining if a motley crew of characters can survive this killer creature's thirst for tourists. I I just really would need to know who the director is for this. That that would make for a that, break it for that. It's going to be Steven. It appears so mm-hmm. for the, so. There's two. So there's Mickey's Mousetrap, which has already been made. They're just looking to secure a distributor, and then the second one is actually based on like Steamboat Willie running around New York City killing tourists. Which that one will be produced by Steven Lamorte, and they're ready to begin filming for that. As long as they can get everything together in time, they're ready to fil- start filming that in spring. You know, new IP, it's always a boon to the industry. I tell you. <laughs> I'm excited. I watched the hell out of those. Yeah. I have seen both Terrifier movies. They're I'm so excited movies. for Terrifier 3. That's one of my most anticipated films for 2024. Really? Is Terrifier 3. Isn't it a Christmas one, too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the second one had like a 15-minute long gore scene. Also oh, had like that. a super long dream sequence. Yes, yes, crazy. it did. I love Terrifier too. I, did you go see it in theaters? <laughs> I did. I did too. I did as well. And there were, I want to say, three very small children in that audience that did not seem phased <laughs> one bit. And Same. I, I'm not one to really judge parenting, but I was like, man, they're gonna have to deal with some shit for a few nights. Yeah. But those kids seemed fine. I had the was, same thing I when was I was really impressed. Yeah. 
There was a uh, there was a uh, a very adorable Asian family that came in with a tiny Asian boy and girl, and they watched the film like in front of us. They were probably like five or six. It was nuts. I just. I'm in my 30s, and I don't know if I felt like I was old enough to watch Terrifier 2. Right? <laughs> Same. I mean, I guess Terrifier 2 at least didn't have a scene like Terrifier 1, you know, with a naked chick getting cut in half upside down. Cut in half, yeah. I feel like that would be a little indecent, maybe, for small children to see. But Terrifier 2, like... There's that one kill that's like 15 minutes long, though. Uh, that kill is hilarious and amazing, and I love it's it true. so much. It's true. I also love it. Yeah. Terrifier 2. It's pretty good, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't have nothing to say about it, because I've never watched them. So. They're ridiculous. It's not usually my cup of tea on a movie. so Which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. Terrifier and Terrifier 2 are very different films. Yes. Terrifier 1 is extremely short, like under an hour and a half, and it feels very long. Terrifier 2 is very long, but it feels pretty short. And if you watch them back to back, it feels like two normal length movies, and you get like the two flavors of it. I prefer Terrifier 2 to Terrifier 1. Terrifier mm. 1's a little mean. It is pretty mean. It's very mean-spirited. Kind of misogynistic, I mean, <laughs> yeah. objectively speaking. But, yeah. You know, it's Art the Clown's iconic. He's got some iconic scenes in that. and yeah does help to go into Terrifier 2 with it. And I'm very excited to see what Terrifier 3 is, because they've said it's more similar in tone to the first one, and I'm very curious what that will mean at this point in his filmmaking journey. Hmm. So, either way, I'm I'm fucking there. I hope Chris Jericho's in it again. I don't think he will be. Hi, Nathan. How are you? Uh, Peachy. You? Good. These guys, they don't like Mart. I, I was about to say the horror fans went on a rant. <laughs> you guys don't know anything about Art, the clown. Up next on headlines, uh, box office news. For the first time since 2015, Disney has been dethroned as the global box office leading, leading, Woo-hoo! leading leader. Suck it, bitches. Uh, 2023 belongs to Universal Studios with hits like Oppenheimer, Mario, and Megan. However, Universal released 24 movies last year, while Disney only released 17. Take that, Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, Disney. Disney could have released more if they paid their people, right? (laughs) That would have. (laughs) But they don't, and they didn't. Wait, are you just counting movies or are you counting all the bullshit they released as far as like Marvel stuff on Disney Plus? Theatrical, Theatrical films releases. Okay. Okay. Because yep. it's a, it, it's basically like the box, it's box office, like box office weekend. So it's like what right. they did all year. Right. Okay. So Universal true. came in at 4.9 billion and Disney came in at like 4.83. I'm just saying whoever did Oppenheimer wins. I've yeah. been rewatching Succession, and those are rookie numbers, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pump those numbers up. That's all I got for headlines. Headlines! Headlines! You're really good at this, Nathan. I've listened once or twice. Nice. I, I appreciate it. Double check my letterbox, but I feel like I'm the only person in the world that was just not super thrilled with Oppenheimer. I don't think it even made my 23 best films of 2023. Really? Definitely Bro. not top ten. Oh, damn. I, st- I still I haven't watched it. 
at Florence Pugh in it. So I, I need like, to watch it a second time. I yeah, usually I like things more the second time I see them. But I don't know. Something about it just did not work for me. I, don't know, I really be... enjoyed the whole aspect of the story because I didn't know much about it. Yeah. Oppenheimer you know, I knew I was not like, in about there. a bomb, about the Manhattan Project. Cool. Yeah. But then, like, the more I watched it, it wasn't something that, like, because, <clears throat> you know, typically with movies, they end up dry if it's got a lot to explain. But I was fully engaged the whole time. And that doesn't happen a lot because I have a very short, like, you know, attention span. And attention span. And Me too, I'll buddy. forget where I'm going. I didn't forget. I totally watched that whole movie and I loved every minute of it. So awesome. that's the general consensus. I don't know. I, yeah. I need to give it a second watch and maybe I'll absolutely be enthralled with it and think... take back all the shit I've talked all year on podcasts <laughs> about how much Oppenheimer didn't work for me. You have to yeah. do an apology episode. Yeah. Have do you... one of those videos in front of like the beige wall. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. All right. After headlines, do you know what that means? What's that mean? We got recommendations. Recommendations. Is that how I'm supposed to do it? Yeah, yeah, you nailed okay, it, okay, dude. Okay. Nailed it. <laughs> it's my first time. You're doing great, man. You're killing it. I'm trying. I have some recommendations. Recommend it, Dave. I did some stuff and like watch things and stuff. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Uh, first off, I'd recommend uh, I played um, the remastered version of Alan Wake. You guys ever played those games? I've got it sitting ready to play on my PS5. It's great. It's great. When I, uh, it came out in 2010 and I played it. I really enjoyed it, but never beat it. And the remaster was on sale. So I picked it up. Super fun. Not very long, but it's very like Twin Peaks meets Stephen King uh, meets sort of Evil Dead-ish. I have so much stuff to do tomorrow, and I just want to go home and start playing that. It sounds amazing. It's so good. Uh, The second one's even better. I started playing the second one. great things about the sequel. Yeah. The sequel is even better. Uh, It sounds hot. It is pretty hot. It's vastly different than the first game. The first game is more like an action thriller. Uh, Then the second one is way more of a survival horror. Oh, I thought the first one was horror, too. Hmm. It is horror, mostly. But it could be the age. It wasn't very, like, spooky. Okay. This is from 2010. But uh, the second one has actually got me a few times. And I don't normally uh, I don't normally succumb to the spookies. I don't normally get spooked. You just normally what? Oh, I do in video games. <laughs> do what? You said, I don't normally succumb to the spookies, and my mind went a different direction, and I was like, what do you normally do with the spookies? <laughs> Sorry. I just go, yeah, spookies. Uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, the second one um, is a lot more like true detective feeling. Okay. Because uh, so far, there's two different characters you play as. You play as Alan Wake and a new character named Saga, and Saga works for the FBI. And she's investigating a murder. And um, in order to investigate the murder, you have to, like, because I, I play it on PS5. And the big button in the yeah. middle, you know, you press the big button. Yeah. You press that big button, and it goes to her mind her mind room. Okay. It's a room, and there's a board there, and you're, like, connecting the board 
Like the different um, like oh, evident pieces of yeah, evidence, like the evidence and her putting you the case get, together. You get to use a yeah. crazy murder board. Yeah, yeah, oh, you do. That's fucking. I'm cool. buying this game. It's so but, good, but it's in her mind. That's yeah. even better because a real life one makes you seem crazy, yeah. right? <laughs> it's great. There's that. Huh. There's also like um, it's called like profiling, where you can like, uh, like if there's like a suspect, you could like. Probe yeah. what they said when you interview said, and like get a deeper meaning of what they said. Probe the suspects. I mean, you don't have to probe them like that. Cool shit. <laughs> Whoa. Maybe. <a> <laughs> <laughs> wait till you see these suspects. Yeah. Wait till oh you boy. see them. Uh, but yeah, it's super cool. Really weird. It very le- it leans a lot towards like the Twin Peaks David Lynch aspect. Yeah. To me, at least, it feels very David Lynch. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Meets like True Detective. Yeah, highly recommended. I'm only like maybe three or four hours into the second one because it's way the first game is only like ten hours. Oh, perfect! I yeah. love a game that I can play in a weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 very easy to play. Speaking in a weekend. of True Detective, are we excited or no about the new season with Jodie Foster? So honestly, I've never actually seen True Detective. Mm. Oh, but I need to because I've heard great things. Okay, the first one was really good. That's what I heard. Second one's pretty good. Uh, I heard the third one's not what? good. The first one is excellent. The being, second one, True Detective. Yeah, I thought you were okay. I thought you were being sarcastic. No, the first season I think is excellent. The, the second, second season, s- if I'm remembering correctly, on which season it is, is it the one that has Rachel McAdams? So yeah, season two, yeah, season Vince three. Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Okay, that one actually was like maybe like a three out of five. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh well, that's still pretty high. Yeah, I was like, I, that, I mean, that's maybe giving it a little bit because I really like Rachel McAdams' character in that, but a lot of it did not work for me. The next season, I don't remember if I actually finished, mm-hmm. so I can't really speak to the quality of that. But I feel like it, I heard it was very much diminishing returns. But everything I've heard about this new mm. Jodie Foster season seems to be like it's a real return to form. Yeah, Jodie Foster is really picky about her projects. So, so, so from se- season one of True Detective to season two to, to, to yeah. nailed it. Season one <laughs> of True Detective to season two of True Detective is the biggest fall off I have ever seen a TV series have. I don't know. Like season two is awful. I, That's why I thought you were being sarcastic. I I was being kind. It, oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the story was okay. There were just a lot of things about it that didn't work for me. I usually don't like Vince Vaughn. It was more a thing. I really liked the actors, and they were doing their best. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah. No, season one was genuinely an excellent season of television. Yeah. Season three actually seemed like it might have been kind of decent, but I just... Season three is pretty good. It's still not as good as season one. But, like, season two is, like, the worst plotting well, not like the it was worst, very clunky but like, writing. Yeah, like the plotting in season two is v- real bad. But I still like had fun watching it. I think that's I, the only dude, reason I, I gave it to a three. Whole time. <laughs> Wasn't Colin Farrell in one were. of these? Season two. Yeah. Was it season that's two? The Colin Farrell. But you guys kept saying Vince Vaughn, and I was like, I don't remember Vince Vaughn being yeah, in that. It was Vince Vaughn. But I didn't watch a lot of it. Like I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. And then I was kind of like, I can't get into this. Yeah, I watched the whole thing, but I regretted it a lot i think they just like really hit it out of the park on the first one 
and you expect the same or better in those aspects. When and it's like, like a TV season it, like, like that of that level is rare. Yeah. So to expect that just twice in a row, but I don't know. Jodie Foster, I feel like could no, I, wouldn't sign on to something. I'm gonna give it a pop. shot. Yeah, I think I might. Well, I've heard the first season was incredible. So yeah, I always recommend the first season. It's one of the best seasons of television ever written. I've heard and that several. One of the great things about anthology shows doesn't matter about the bad seasons. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You can literally skip two. Like Fargo, skip season four. It's fine. It does not matter. <laughs> nice. That's uh. So Alan Wake one and two. Yeah, we totally bogarted your recommendation, Dave. That's fine. Sorry. I'm very That's excited okay. about those games, though. Clay- like, Clayton triggered me. <laughs> I got triggered. Yeah, they're super I'm sorry. fun. This is a safe space, Russell. <laughs> My other recommendation is another video game uh, called Lethal Company. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. It's been very big on the TikToks. On the Tiki Talkies. It's very memeable. Never been so happy to not have a clue about something. <laughs> well, let me tell you. So, Lethal Company is you. And four or three other people, four people total. Uh, you could be us four if we wanted to. Uh, and you work for the company. And your job as an employee of the company is to go to planets and get scrap for them for the company. And then take it to the company so the company can have that scrap to do whatever. Okay. That's the game. And why is this a thing? Why is it a thing? I don't know. They need scrap. Is it? uh, It doesn't sound fun. That's the whole game? Yeah, basically. Why did you say the company so strangely every time? Because it's the company. You don't know anything about the company. You work for the company. And when you go, I You're forgot to mention. It sounds so sinister. I forgot to mention when you go inside these planets, or when you go to these planets, you go inside the buildings in there. It's full of scary ass monsters and things that want to murder you. And if you die, you die for the company. But you also don't get paid. So the company, if you don't meet, you get like three days to meet your quota of, of scrap. If you don't, they throw you out of the airlock, and it says, you are fired. <laughs> Does it say company a lot in the game? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. That explains it. You just work for the company. What's this on? Uh, it's on Steam. It's on okay. a computer. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't play computer games. But the best part of it, so it is hilariously stupid. So you're going into these pl- these areas, and uh, the mics are directional, and they're also proximity so if like your buddy's behind you and he's far away, you can barely hear him. And if uh, if they get you know if you get too far away, you can't hear him. Yeah. But when someone dies, it just cuts their audio. It doesn't let you know that they're dead. Okay. So the best part is like I was running with my buddy Nick, and he's like, "Hey guys, don't go down this." And it was just me, like, "Uh, Nick, <laughs> Nick." <laughs> No, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's I great. like that. Okay. I do like that aspect. It's great because you're like, uh, guys, I think Nick's dead. And then you start walking away and then you get attacked by something else too. Mm-hmm. This just doesn't sound like a good place to work for though. It's really not. That's the whole theme of the game is no one knows what the company is. You just, you know, are getting scrapped for them. Yeah. Hmm. 
But um, yeah, it's hilarious. There's a bunch of wacky monsters and things that'll kill you. Things that'll kill you like right away. And um, I played with my buddy and his wife, and his wife is hilarious oh, because yeah. she just like screams the whole time. Yeah. And I walked in the room with her, and I just hear her screaming, and I went, nope, and I walked out. <laughs> <laughs> and then I didn't hear her at, at all. I'm like, I think Cassie died, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when you die, uh, you can still hear the people that are alive, but they can't hear you. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. And you could watch them like you would, you know. Like if you were a ghost. Yeah, like you were a ghost. Uh, we were playing once, and we just landed, and my buddy, my buddy, uh, fell into a uh, sand pit. Like he just starts walking, and he starts sinking. I'm like, oh no, dude, get out, get out! We couldn't get him out in time, and he died. I'm like, oh, well, that's fun. So the rest of us were like getting all this loot and stuff without him, and I turned uh, a corner to a hallway that was full of steam, so he couldn't see anything. So I'm like stumbling around this steam, and I fell off the side and died. And as soon as I die, I hear, hey, bud. (laughs) (laughs) So is there a lobby for dead people? Yeah. That's great. I like that. Okay. Yeah. It's super stupid, but it's hilarious. Sounds like fun. Yeah. We, we, I was crying, laughing, playing the other day with my pals. It's, it's, it's also kind of spooky because some of the monsters will just like jump out and break your neck. Yeah. And you can't react very well. <laughs> we played last night. We opened the door and there was a, a nutcracker because it's still the Christmas theme. And the nutcracker has a shotgun. Oh, an evil <laughs> nutcracker. Yeah. We walk in and I see it shoot my buddy and I just like locked out. Like, don't go in there. <laughs> my boy's like, why? And he walks in and then I look at the other guy. I'm like, don't, don't go in there. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't quite sold on this game when you first started talking about it, but if I was to play a computer game, it does sound pretty fun. It's super fun. It sounds like it'd be fun with friends. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Fun with friends. I'd never be able to play it, but... (laughs) I'm your friend, Clayton. I play it with you. How do you get... You know, the biggest thing that I find hard to believe about Jesus Christ is that he had 12 close friends in his 30s. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that he was able to coordinate all 12 of them to come for dinner at the same time... The same time? Astonishing. Yeah. Agreed. I have a friend like that. He's pointing at Russell for the people listening to the podcast. Yeah, because Russell can get his friends to show up to stuff most of the time. That's true. Hey, (laughs) the real ones. Yeah. Hey, I showed up for New Year's. You did. You did. Thanks for coming. Briefly. It was very fun. Shut up. Although, now time out. I kind of want you to go around. Like, like, do it again. Like, have a party. Have all your friends there. And then walk around and say, one of you will betray me. <laughs> the whole night, the whole night, and then pick somebody out and said it'll be you. But like, wait till the end of the night to do it. I just get excited because I was like, "Oh, are we gonna do a murder mystery night?" Oh, time out! Can we make that we, a murder mystery? Yeah, we could. I fucking love game night. Before. Like, it's fin- yeah, let's do that. But hold yeah, on, is it illegal down. to like combine the idea the had? With the murder mystery thing, like, is that too much? Is it illegal? Are we yeah. actually murdering someone? No, 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 no. I mean, is it too much to use the a religious theme I for just the murder have, mystery? No, that's not, well, it might be illegal Russell, in Russell, let's not tell your <laughs> wife that it's a game. 
that she, would, she would lose her shit. <laughs> I am there for that. Uh, yeah, so Lethal Company. Check it out. All right. I also have one more recommendation. It's a movie this time. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, Better Watch Out. It's from 2016. Better not shout. It's classic. Yeah. I had known nothing about it. I just saw, like, you should watch this movie. And I did. And it was pretty great. You've seen it, I take Good. it? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it a few times. I don't want to spoil it, because there's, like, a twist that There happens. is a twist. It can be spoiled. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. But it's very good. It's a Christmas-themed horror movie that uh, starts fairly tame, but towards the end gets pretty gnarly. Yeah. It's and if you gnarly. like the kids from, uh, oh my god, what's that found footage movie that uh, <coughs> about the kids visiting their grandparents? The Visit? The Visit. Yeah, yeah. they're both in there. Yeah, yeah. it's those kids, but yeah. a little older. Oh, okay. Not playing siblings this time. Mm. Correct. But yeah, it's on Shudder, I believe. I watched it on there. The Visit huh, as well. Okay. I like okay. The Visit. I like The Visit. I did as well. Those aren't your yeah. grandparents. Ah! Dude, that Spoiler. moment. I don't try to figure things out generally when I watch movies. Because, I, I mean, if you do figure it out, I feel like the satisfaction of like, ha, huh, I was right, is not as fun as being just enjoying whatever twist it is. Right. Uh, I agree with so that. so that moment in The Visit, when... They're like, those aren't your grandparents when Catherine Hahn just says that deadly serious. Like, yeah. my blood went cold. I was yeah. just like, oh my God, out of anything that I'd been thinking this was, yeah. that was not it. And that is so much worse. Yeah, that actually <laughs> gave me chills too. <laughs> yeah, so I had better watch out on Shudder. Better not shout. Uh, I watched, well, Nathan and I both watched uh, Silent Night starring yeah. Joel Kinnerman. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought you were talking about the other Silent Night and got really excited. What other Silent Night? The one with Kira Knightley that came out a couple years ago that's like an apocalyptic comedy horror. I've never seen I that. I don't know what that is. I will tell you about it shortly on the pod, or we can talk about it later, but I do think it's phenomenal. Go ahead, shortly. Okay. okay. You'll talk about your movie first. I'll tell you well, about we're the already other. here. Okay, so Silent <laughs> Night came out, I want to say, at the end of 2021. Maybe the end of 2022. But the it's got Jojo Rabbit in it. His mom was the director of this movie. And it's got Kira Knightley. Uh, I can't even think of who else is in it. It's got a bunch of like British actors. Uh, Matthew Good. Um... Lucy Punch is in it. Anyway, it's all these friends from like college or whatever. And on the surface, it seems like they're just getting together for a Christmas weekend dinner, whatever. Yeah. And you slowly find out that actually, like, we fucked up and gases have covered the earth. And like, if you get caught in it, you die like horribly. No one lives. And England, huh. where this takes place, they have sent out basically suicide pills to everyone. If okay. they want to get out safely. And so these friends have been like, all right, we're all going to kill ourselves together this night before it hits us. And, you know, some of them have kids and like, there's all the conversations that were like, anyway, it's, it's really good. Um, hmm. It's extremely funny. Uh, I love showing it to my friends <clears throat> that have children and just yeah. being like, what do you think? Would you do it? Would you give you, would you give your kids the suicide pill? Would you let them choose? Like, yeah. what do you, what, and what would you do? Uh, yeah. Highly recommend silent night. I think it's from 2021. Huh? That's uh, interesting. If you have children, just might fuck you up a little bit. Yeah. I kind of want to watch that. Uh, it's very this good. silent night 
uh, stars Joel Kinnerman and Kid Cudi. Uh, a grieving father enacts his long-awaited revenge against a ruthless gang on Christmas Eve. So in the opening scene, you see uh, his kid get shot. Uh, and, well, no, I guess not in the opening scene. The story kind of plays out a little bit, but you basically see his kid get shot, and then you saw you see him get shot in the throat, and then you see him get surgery. And uh, so my favorite thing about the movie is that there's no dialogue. I almost went to see this. It's John Woo, right? Yes. Yeah. Ooh, you had me at John Woo. No, well, yeah. I mean, it's like there's no like direct dialogue. Would you say that? Like, because you could, yeah. there's people there, talking. There's fully. There's, right. There's like fully work, and yeah, that's like the, yeah. Gi- the gimmick of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there's no actual like dialogue. The script was like what yeah. page? Yeah. Of dialogue hmm. for the dialogue. The trailer right, did look cool. Yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. It's not like super great, but like it's pretty good, and so like I'd recommend it. I mean, I'll give it a thumbs up. Okay, like, all right. <clears throat> I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've seen better movies, but as far as this goes, like I would definitely recommend it because <clears throat> it wasn't terrible. All right, by any means. Huh? Did you guys go out or rent it? So, like, I rented it on the Xbox. Mm. Well, I bought it. Because it's like five bucks. You know, it's like $20 to rent it, 25 to buy it. I was like, whoa. Like, Joel Kinnaman. Like, I like this guy. And I think he needs to do more movies because I've seen a couple of them. Like, there's the one where he goes to, like, prison. And, uh... To the informant, I think it's what it's called. Or it's not... Maybe not the informant, but it's something along those lines. I can't remember what it's called. But it was super good. And, like, I don't know. I just like him as an actor. Like, I think he needs to do more. Right on. Yeah. So It sounds cool. You had me at John Woo. Oh, yeah. He was RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that in remake, the, by the, the way. Remake. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I always forget about that. I feel like that movie that he did came out after Suicide Squad. Wasn't he also in that Netflix the show? That? The sci-fi? Yeah, the Informer. Uh, yeah, he's also good. in the first season of Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon, yeah. yeah. Dude. He was so good Hot. in that. Yes. Like, not that the second, like, because, you know, they did the second season and uh, who did Anthony Mackie did it. I didn't see the second season. I wasn't Anthony Mackie that did the second season. I was kind of bummed because, like, I really liked Joel in it. And then I was like, well, yeah. I mean, Anthony Mackie's cool. Yeah. Yeah. He was but, just like, like, I was attached. Yeah. You know, don't do that to me. <laughs> like, I'm fine <laughs> when Doctor Who does it, but, like. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Mackie was also, like, too Can't high really to do season that. two. Same. Do what? <laughs> said Anthony Mackie was too high to do season two. Uh, was he saving all his good acting for Twisted Metal? Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Twisted Metal was fun, y'all. Get no, it was out. fun as it fuck. Fun, but, but as far well. as like a storyline for like the oh, whole awful, franchise, like so bleh. fun. So bad. <laughs> I had a big smile on my face most of the time that I was watching that series. Dude, I watched like five episodes of it in a row and I loved all five episodes as I was going through. I still haven't finished it yet, but I enjoyed it. I'm pretty sure Twisted Metal gave me forehead wrinkles. I'm positive it gave you forehead wrinkles. You have double the head wrinkles Because, now. Russell, oh, as yeah. we have, uh, I think we've discovered, you don't actually like movies and stuff. <laughs> I, I That's true. I don't like things. He doesn't. <laughs> Can confirm. But I did like Silent Night, so I do recommend it. Excellent. And yeah. that's on Prime, you said? Yep. 
You uh rent it or on or you buy a rental on Prime. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what I have for. That's my recommendation this week. Anyone else? Oh Uh, yeah, I was gonna do one. Oh yeah, shit, my bad. Uh, so I didn't know about Gypsy Rose and the whole getting (laughs) released out of prison thing, and I was like, why is this such a big deal? And she's all over like the TikToks and the Facebooks and all the social medias. And I was talking to Cassie about it. And then I was like, Oh, fuck it. There's a docu series on HBO. So I watched the docu series on HBO and I was like, okay. And then Cassie's like, you know, that there's a show on Hulu. That's like a, you know, a, a reenactment. And I was like, Oh really? Okay. So I like get on the IMDB, which I'm on like at least three times a day. It seems like looking shit up. Same. And uh, I see like, Roseanne Arquette's in it. And I was like, okay. Mm. And I was like, okay. Is it Roseanne Arquette or Patricia Arquette? I got them confused. But, well, I mean, those are two people. I I know, I know. Patricia Arquette might be in it. That's the one. And then I was like, okay. So, who else is in it? And I do a Joey King. Like, I've seen her and stuff. Okay. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna watch this. So, I already know the story of it, and most people kind of know the story about it, but if you're like me and you just didn't pay attention to the news, or give a shit apparently in 2015 when it all happened, like, I went back and I learned about it. Do you know anything about it? Uh, a little bit about it. Yeah, see, so basically like, I don't want to say she killed her mom, but it was definitely like conspired, because her boyfriend did it at the time, and they like... Went to prison for it, and she got out, but the boyfriend got life. And <clears throat> basically, it was a uh, a case of was it Munchau syndrome? Yeah, Munchausen by proxy. Yeah, yeah. So like, exactly, Dave. Good job. See, and, uh, fascinating cases. Yeah. Dave has it. It was it was super interesting how like the mom what? just is that kept why, the daughter being sick. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so it was it was interesting, like how the the mom kept the daughter thinking, you know, all these things are wrong with you, and I mean, it was extensive, like definitely abuse, and the way that the reenactment, because I got forty four minutes left on the last episode, but the deed is done at this point, okay, and like I would compare it as far as like how it was filmed and how it was done. If you guys ever watched the Pam and Tommy thing, yes, that yes was on I did. Hulu, I loved it. It was great, yeah. right? Yeah, wasn't as good because there was not a talking penis in this, but. I mean, it's hard to fit that into everything. I, exactly. <laughs> and when you're Tommy Lee, it's hard to fit it in everything. So, <laughs> had to do it. You um, posted a picture on Instagram like a year ago, and I was like, all right. <laughs> Don't know why I didn't get in trouble for it, but I wasn't mad. <laughs> I think he posted it, and then he took it down, didn't he? Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. He's probably doing as publicity for the show. But, um, so anyways, like... I recommend watching this if you know nothing about it. I feel like it gets all the sides of it. Like, you see, like, what the mom did wrong, but you kind of understand because, like, the way that her mom treated her, and I'm not, like, going to justify it because there's no justifying it, but, right. like, as you're watching it, you get a viewpoint from all the wrongs and all the reasons that they were wrongs to be done. So, <laughs> yeah, that's my recommendation. It's on Hulu. What's it called? Uh, the Act. The Act. Okay. Yeah. Right on. 
It sounds interesting. I know, like I said, I know a little bit about it, but I didn't watch it. But people loved it when it came out, so probably a solid wreck. Yeah, it came out in 2019, so obviously I'm late to the party. I'm always late to the party, buddy. I have a few recommendations myself. Recommend them. So they're all movies that are in theaters, and one of which is available on Peacock. One that I will mention right now. This is my number one film of the year, actually, is The Holdovers with Paul Giamatti. You can watch it on Peacock. You can buy it on digital. You can go see it in theaters, I think, still. Um, it was really moving. If he doesn't get Best Actor, I would be pissed, which is not something I ever thought I would say about Paul Giamatti. I love Paul Giamatti. Oh, I love him. I love it's him. Not yeah. the, he just doesn't usually get that type of a role. Yeah, that's uh, true. But yeah, he's playing this older teacher that's kind of in this state of life and stuck and just the cranky old teacher out in New England in the snow. I mean, mentoring a young, waywardly student. I mean, those stories are always the best. I'm going to be a sucker for it. it Getting Dead Poet Society vibes. Yeah, a little you know bit. Yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah. It's like, you know, Dead Poet Society, Goodwill Hunting, you know, kind of a... But this one's very uh, kind of cynical and hopeful and just, I don't know. It's it's really good. Highly recommend it. I've only seen it the one time. And as soon as I finished it, I wanted to just turn around and watch it again. I just, it's been a very, very busy few days. Uh, there was a certain party that went on for how many hours the other day? I just didn't have time to watch the holdovers again. But uh, <laughs> highly recommend it. It was only like eight hours. <laughs> that's a long time. That's a long party. <laughs> Just say that's a long party. My social meter was just like done, done. <laughs> um, Same, and I closed a bar out that night. Whew. Never done that in a long time. It's My other recommend time. is Poor Wait. Things, the new Yorgos Lanthimos movie with Emma Stone. I that looks wild. I want to watch it. And that's who I want her to win Best Actress. I feel like that's the performance to beat this year. Um, your mileage with your ghost films may vary, even on this podcast, but it was very, very funny. Emma Stone's performance is just phenomenal. Like watching, we should all be more like Bella Baxter, you know, just watching this woman be so shame free and just claiming her sexuality and just the way of looking at yourself without judgment and the way you're viewing the world. It just was, it wasn't flawless. I think it's third act, had a couple issues. But overall, I really liked it. I think it came in at like number four, my top ten of the year. Hmm. It was it was excellent. It was really fun time and something really kind of special and new. Russell, you probably love it or hate it. I don't. I don't. That's great. Ask. <laughs> is it how pretentious um, is it? Oh, it's pretentious. Oh, as you'll fuck. love it, Russell. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's so pretentious. It's fuck yeah. amazing. This might be my favorite part of the show. Uh, <laughs> my. Other recommendation is another theatrical feature that I knew was sad going in, but I didn't realize how fucked up it was going to be. One of the most depressing films I have ever seen, The Iron Claw with Zac Efron about the Von Erich wrestling dynasty from back in the day that I'm sure listeners of this podcast probably actually know way more about than I do. And y'all could probably go in on their family a little bit more right now on what happened. But Zac Efron puts in a powerhouse performance, which is not a sentence I ever thought I was going to say. 
Bro. Um, I love Zac Efron. I have loved Zac Efron since 2006, but I didn't think I was going to be like, oh, wow, if this wasn't such a crowded year for male actors, I would easily say he'd get a nom. Yeah. And I still think he might win some things at like various other award shows, maybe not the big one, but, you know. Yeah. Really good. Super fucking heavy. It's also in my top ten. I don't remember what number, but... Yeah, highly recommend. It's very grown up. If y'all want to jump in and say what that story is about a little bit, because you're much more passionate wrestling fans than I. My knowledge of wrestling involves that movie and the canceled way too soon. We'll never forgive you. Netflix glow. Glow was great. Glow was fantastic. I love glow. every Fucking minute of glow. Phenomenal. Yeah, that was great. Allison Brie. Oh, and yeah. the way they promised she was great us, in that. we renewed it. We started filming. Yeah. Exactly. You get in the last season. Oh, just just kidding. We're yeah. going to pay him no, all, but you're never going to see that. that. I, yeah. I have not forgiven Netflix for it. I'm so salty. It's, there's not a day that goes by that I'm not angry about the cancellation of Glow. Yeah. I have yet to see Iron Claw, but I really, really want to. Uh, Nathan, we can talk about the Von Erics, I guess. Both of us. Sure. Uh, Have you been training your whole lives for this moment? <laughs> kind of. Not really. Uh, so, yeah, the Von Erich family, it's a super sad uh, situation where, um, oh, God. What is his dad's name? Fit, uh, Fritz. Fritz, yeah. Fritz Von Erich. Fritz Von Erich. Uh, not his real name, but uh, he uh, wrestled up in Canada and just uh, took on the role of being uh, German because, you know, hey, Germans were bad back in the day. And then uh, he moved to Texas and bought a wrestling company and he had five sons. One died very young. Yeah. Um, and then he had the other four, and he always kept them in competition, and they basically all became wrestlers. He trained them to become wrestlers, and the Von Erich name became good. Instead of a bad guy, they were all good guys. You know, they're all Texas, you know, boys, and then Texas, you know, it's just like wrestling in Texas back in the day was like football, high school football in Texas. Absolutely. Like, it is everything. Everyone knew about the Von Erichs and the Freebirds rivalry. Exactly. They had like a yes. legendary rivalry. So uh, the biggest name out of it was actually, wrestling-wise, was probably Carrie. Yeah. And that one's played by Jeremy Allen White. Um, yeah. Heartbreaking who, performance. He's if, so good. If you've never heard of him, you live under a fucking rock because he you also did The Bear. Shameless the he did bear. Shameless. Like, that, <laughs> that, that guy is... He's gonna he's gonna do way more. Like he's just excellent actor. Love that guy. Same. And uh, you know, then you got Zach Efron playing the brother that survives, Kevin. And Kevin's a very important just in general in that because Kevin did a lot at home. He didn't really venture outside of that Texas Federation. Like yeah. Carrie went on to like the WWF slash WWE and like and they did a little screwed bit him more. over. They did screw him over because Carrie was supposed to go to the Olympics and then that didn't Right. So Ugh. there's there's a lot that goes on it's there, but upsetting. it's just tragic, like how all of them except for Kevin die. Sorry to spoil it, but that's just the way it goes. Yeah, like in um, some pretty horrific ways, most of them. Yeah. I kind of so. wish I had known that a little bit before I went in. I just love going into things blind. Like I knew it was a sad wrestling Same. story, and Zac Efron was in it, and Jeremy Allen White was in it, and I just 
I was like, going to the movies and went to see it. Yeah, so trigger it's warning. Heavy. Yeah. Trigger like, warning oh, for this because heavy. I thought about doing a double feature with something else, and I was like, I just I need to go home. I can't. I can't yeah. go home and think I about can't stuff. Just go watch something yeah. else right now because obviously it's like a cry, like there's depression in this, you know. And then these guys do, dealing with it in like the 70s and the 80s was way different than now. So like you know, a little bit of a trigger warning like going into it if you're going to watch it. Yeah, so when but, I say this movie is depressing. I will watch Requiem for a Dream or Funny Games for fun. This movie was depressing as fuck. Like, I don't know if I'll watch it again. It was excellent, but really depressing. And I totally, of course, my stoner ass forgot to mention that Poor Things is basically a super pretentious retelling of the Frankenstein story with Emma Stone playing the monster and uh, Willem Dafoe playing Dr. Frankenstein. And uh, yeah. And it's mostly in black and white. So I want to watch that. I do want to watch that as yeah. well. Yeah. So watch that first, then go watch. Then watch Iron, Iron Claw. Iron Claw. Because you're going home end, afterwards. And yep, yep. Well over two hours. So it's going to be a day. But yeah, definitely uh, start with poor things. It'll... Get a nice happy and then get real yeah. depressed by the Von Erics. Yeah. yeah. Like, I got to go home and get in bed. When the Iron Claw ends, you just need to go home and think about your life. The one thing I heard about Iron Claw, like one like deterrent, not really deterrent, but one like bad thing I heard about Iron Claw is the uh, I've heard that the actor that played Ric Flair did such a terrible job that they should have cut him. Oh, I see. I was wondering because again, no relationship with wrestling. Obviously, I know the name Ric Flair. Yeah, but the performance that's in the movie, I was like, huh, because wrestling personalities are always kind of out there yeah oh, turn yeah. them up to a 10 man. Yeah. Yep. yeah and so i was like i wonder if this is accurate to the real life person of the time because this is a choice if not um and then i just didn't really look into it but um, i heard he looks nothing like him doesn't sound like rick flair rick flair sounds pretty particular i heard they cut out uh mjf in it completely he's apparently i think he's in the background or I think he has like a, I don't know if he's named. He has like a match. That's nuts. Yeah, I would say if you're arrested, there's probably a lot of little details and Easter eggs in it that I, uh, civilian, would not have noticed. A civilian. Civilian. <laughs> but I you know, know that it's, Chavo it's, did it's all an the A24 wrestling. film. Yeah. So you know, gotta love, gotta love A24. I love A24. Yeah, so yeah. Chavo actually did uh, the wrestling choreography for uh, Glow. Oh, as yes. well as for this movie, and uh, you know, because he's got to keep his like sag uh card yeah. active because you know hey there's benefits for being in that yeah you know and so that's what he does he's pretty much like what a stuntman coordinator at that point pretty much yeah, yeah. so also super cool dude yeah i've, I've heard w- i've not met him but like, i have one more thing i can recommend do it my podcast yes i'll yeah. put it here instead of the end because i just felt like being <laughs> just do it uh men who like men who like movies it's a great time. And it's a great fucking year title. And a half. It's, it's an amazing fucking title. Yeah. Almost 100 episodes. And we're everywhere. Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies. And we just started a Patreon that'll be coming out with its first episode a few days after this on Monday. Uh, three tiers. One, three, and five dollars with uh, commentaries, minisodes, movies and theater reviews. Uh, it'll be a fun time. Huh. So, yeah. That sounds awesome. Like men who like movies. Remember that name. It'll be famous one day. <laughs> I have a dream. I'll never forget that name. It's a great name. <laughs> Thank you. You'll it's fun like to it. say. <laughs> <laughs> That's all my recommendations. 
<laughs> is that all the recommendations, everyone? That's all the recommendations. We had a lot of recommendations, folks. Yeah, it was a lot. They were all good. Hey, hey, Nathan. Nathan, come here. Do me a favor. Ask me what's in my VCR. Hey, Dave. Hey, Nathan, what's up? What's in your VCR? I'm glad you asked. Because what's in my VCR this week is I should have I'm terrified been more prepared. <laughs> this was a little tame, a little more tame than I normally go. Oh. Um, I watched from 1981. You ready for this, Russell? Don't seem like you are. Ready. Uh, Shaolin Drunk Monkey. This you better know, be about a monkey. It is not. And there's no alcohol in the movie. This is I bullshit. I am <laughs> concerned and intrigued, and this sounds like cheap marketing tricks. I hate it when marketing doesn't add up, but this title sounds, again, just what I was expecting. So you didn't disappoint. It is good. I'm, uh, I'm assuming it was a mistranslation. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. So it is. It is a kung fu film that uh, I did some research. It's actually not for. It was actually like a Korean knockoff kung fu film because it's like a series. I didn't know that was a thing. Korea like did a bunch of kung fu movies in the early like seventies and eighties. I'm like, oh yeah, kung fu. Yeah. Uh, kung fu was having a moment. Yeah. Um. The the main actor, his name is Elton Chong, is I the see. reason I decided to watch this movie. Of course. His name is Elton Chong. I, I see what they did there. Yeah, right? Right? Um, it's a pretty typical uh, kung fu movie. Uh, the main bad guy is a guy named Silver Eagle, who has very wispy eyebrows, which, if you guys <laughs> don't know anything about kung fu, the wispier the eyebrows and beard... The, the more better they you are. Yeah, exactly. You know, you get it. Yeah. The yeah. better they are at Kung Fu. Yeah. I had to spend a lot of time with Big Trouble. Yeah. We talked about it. Right? Wasn't happy with it, but <laughs> I, I did retain a few few bits of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like the main rule. If their eyebrows are like really, really long and wispy, they could probably fly. Um yeah, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty typical uh, like kung fu movie. Yeah, like guy gets beat up by bad guy. Yeah, guy's not good at fighting. Yeah. Guy finds an old guy who's good at fighting but is old. Yeah, so that old guy trains that guy how to fight. Yeah, and then that guy beats up the bad guy. All I right. hope it was at least mercifully short. Yeah, it's like eighty-eight minutes oh, long. Nice. So less than less than hour and a half. Um. It has one of my favorite tropes in kung fu movies, because I love kung fu movies. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite tropes is it's always either like the restaurant or like the, the bar that mm -hmm. is always the biggest fight happens. Yeah. And always the, the restaurant always gets wrecked in every kung fu movie. Yeah. So I just like feel really bad for those dude like restaurant owners in the I feel like eighteen so hundreds. <laughs> owners in Kill Bill. Yeah, uh, right. They're just trying their best to run this little fucking place that seems lovely. Yeah. And bodies everywhere. Everything's right? destroyed. How would you put that claim on insurance? Exactly. Yeah. Be like, um, all well, my tables are broke. Pay it because the top of her head got chopped off. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of paperwork. <laughs> but yeah, I always feel bad for the, the, the shop owners and all the kung fu movies. Um, 
I believe Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 66%. Oh, okay. Which I think is pretty high. Uh, it's just, I mean, I've seen a lot of Kung Fu movies, so I give it like a 55. Okay. I mean, we just covered the Stepford Wives remake on the pod, and that has a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> really? So, <laughs> Damn. So I, I watched one better than Stepford Wives, apparently. All right. But I don't know if you know about my, my VCR I, collection, Nathan. I have over 1,000 now. Well, I knew it was tapes. getting bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually on Saturday going tape hunting with a buddy, Ooh. a fellow tape head. So we'll see what happens. Is that what we're supposed They're to call you guys? I don't know. Maybe. We might. Tape heads. What percent of your tapes are horror movies or wrestling? Ooh. I'm going to need a pie chart. Uh, so I would say probably... Mm. Pie. 25% mm. horror and 25% wrestling. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm surprised. No, yeah, horror is the hardest to collect because everyone wants horror tapes. Mm. So there's a lot of like a lot of expensive ones and rare ones that I haven't got my hands on. Hmm. But I try to get as many as I can. You know what you need? What's that? I've seen a VHS vending machine getting restored what? on TikTok. There's like a whole thing where this guy like Gets it, restores it, brings it back to working order, and then people send him VHSs, and they just like he stocks them in there and shit. Dude, and I feel would, like you need one of those. That would be amazing. Yeah. You could send that to me if you'd like at draftyq at gmail dot com. Yeah, you're gonna email it. <laughs> yeah, email it. All right, yeah. Email I would love for that. further instructions. <laughs> right, email yeah. Dave videotapes, please, e- or a videotape vending machine. Because that sounds amazing. <laughs> I don't know yeah. where I'd put it, but I would. But, just like, really, up. you could just buy him weird videotapes or cleanse your weird videotapes and uh, find a way to send those to him because he'd probably really appreciate that. I would. And I would watch them and review them. Yeah. I wish for you. would send me movies. Yeah, right? I'd send you movies, but. Preferably 4K, but I, I do have a working VCR, so. Oh, I, if you want to rent some tapes, man, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have for uh, what's in Dave's VCR this week. Dave's VCR. Can we hire him full time? Yeah. I love Shane. I'm Don't not as wrong. good. I He's love on Shane. A show. I'm not as good. That's true. I'm I'm seven. No, you're great. I'm seven. You're great. Uh, after that, do you guys know what's time for? What time is it? A game that I'm going to kick Russell's ass in. You are, because it's time for Hanging Big Brain with Dave. Hanging Big Brain with Dave. Nailed it. Uh, so this one is a fun one. I got a real fun one. Because okay. it is the new year. Yeah. It's a new year. Oh, okay. New okay. year. New quiz. Okay. So it's time for okay. Russell to win. Yeah. Okay. This is the year Russell wins. Okay. This is a new quiz. There's 10 questions. They're not multiple choice. Okay. True, false? No. No true, false. Oh, Okay. Uh, but first, before we get into this amazing quiz, I need buzzers. Nathan, what's your buzzer? Beep. Damn right. Classic beep. Russell? Ayo. Clayton? Uh, all right. That's all a right. good buzzer. Yeah, that was a good one. You guys ready for the new quiz? Beep. Nathan? No, I'm just ready. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Very serious here. You buzz. I, I... All right. You guys ready? Question number one. Yeah. Yep. What famous beverage got a new formula in 1985? Ayo. Russell. Coca-Cola. Correct. It was new Coke, as I was looking for, but close enough. One point for Russell. Thanks. He's already starting the new year so well. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing so great, bud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clayton, pick it up. I'm trying. Oh, I hated that. Oh. I hated saying I that. I kind of liked it. Did you? <laughs> I can tell. I think my balls <laughs> got hard. Whoa. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> Get that checked. <laughs> uh, question number two. All right. Of the new quiz. Uh, this state comprises of five boroughs sitting where the Hudson River meets the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, Clayton. New York. Correct. You guys get announced a new quiz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought people would laugh more. Uh, <laughs> all right. I think everyone just collectively kind of went, oh. <laughs> Number three. This WWE tag team trio has held 12 titles. Beep. Is it New Day? It is the New Day. Yes, it is. Correct. I got one. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that was tailored, though, so. I didn't know you were coming, so it was not. Uh, Everyone's got sitting at one to one and one. One, one, one. Gotta keep it competitive. Yeah, you're doing great. Pick it up, Russell. Uh, <laughs> fucking Dave I'm getting picked on <laughs> <laughs> Number four This band is an American pop rock band Based in San Francisco, California They had a run of hit singles During the 1980s and early 1990s Eventually achieve, achieving uh, 19 top 10 singles Across the Billboard Hot, uh, hot 100 Clayton I, I did it New Kids on the Block Incorrect Beep <gasps> Nathan. Uh, offspring? Incorrect. Oh. 80s and 90s, I was like, oh. And you just say it one more time. <clears throat> this band is an American pop rock band based in San Francisco, California. They had a run of hit singles during the 1980s and early 1990s, eventually achieving 19 top 10 singles across the Billboard Hot 100. Any guess? This really stumped Russell. Yeah, because you said pop rock. Yeah. In the 80s and 90s. That threw me off. I heard all the rest of it. Ayo. Russell. Huey Lewis and the News? Correct. Holy shit. Correct. I was like, when you first said it, when you first started, when you first said band, I was like, oh, brand new. And then I could not think brand new. And then you said 1980s. And I was like, who the fuck? Good job, buddy. Thanks, bud. You're winning, man. I got it. Yeah. Two. Two, one, one. Suck it. Rude. Uh, Number five. Yeah, really? Uh, This is an American boy band from Dorchester, Massachusetts. This band consists of brothers Jonathan and Jonathan Knight. 
Joey McIntyre, Johnny Wahlberg, and Danny Wood. Hey, Russell. Are we supposed to wait till you stop? Yeah, normally. Oh. That's what uh, nice people do. Well, I thought fuck we were that. Just like jump in choice. whoever's first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Russell. Wait, it would have been Clayton then. Was this one new kids on the block? I think it was still Russell. Yeah, I think it was still me. But we had the same answer. So. You had the same answer. We do answer. have the same answer. Yeah. Russell can have it. It's fine. I don't need it. Now Clayton can have it. <laughs> you I'll, know what? Take, I'll take it. <laughs> Nathan will have it. Two, two. Nathan's got two points. I fucked up, so Nathan's got two points. Uh. Oh, God. You guys are going to just leave points on the ground. I'm going to pick them up. They're like dollar bills. So I don't want that dollar bill. Fuck, I will take that dollar bill. New Year, same bullshit. Number six. This is a type of cigarette, but smoking kills. Ayo. Russell. Newports. Correct. Smoking kills, Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> Great one, Dave. <laughs> Thanks, bud. I was like, what the fuck? Why do you just stop? <laughs> it's like how every cigarette ad is supposed to be now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thanks, government. <laughs> Thanks a lot, government. Yeah. Uh, all right, Russell's winning. Clayton? I wanted to be nice for the new year. You'd be nice. Like, Just Clay, think let, you earned this yourself, Russell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you ever listen to my show, but I don't typically win these things. I do listen to your show. It's great. Okay, well. I have never. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Number seven. Um, this is like the old Avengers, but different. Ayo. Russell. The new Avengers. Correct. Are we not happy? These questions. It's a new quiz. I'm trying something out. <laughs> Nathan looks really disappointed. No, I just realized the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Oh, so we I didn't collect really all of our heads at the same time. Yeah, we thought we did. <laughs> no, I was late. Number eight. You this creature. Test. Sorry. Go ahead. Do he'll, your bit. He'll show up. Don't worry about it. So he was late. Cool. Uh, number eight. This creature is a part of the salamander family and is semi-aquatic. Uh, uh, that was Clayton. Yeah. A newt. Correct. <laughs> Clayton, you're on the board again. Thanks. Russell's still winning. Nathan's doing his best. Sure. That was real mean. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, whatever. Uh, number Dude, nine. Dick. Number nine. Number nine. American Film and Television Production Studio, owned by Warner Brothers uh, Discovery. Clayton. New line. Correct. Are you guys tied now, or are you still winning? I don't know. Do you have three or four? Three. One I've of us has four. What'd you do with the new kids on the block thing? See, you figured I that gave out. it to you. Oh well. Yeah, that was, was a mistake. That was question nine, right? Yeah. So Nathan has two. Yeah. Three. Have three. I have four. Yeah. Yeah. Four, three, two. Yep. Four. Six, seven, eight, nine. What yeah. happens if Russell and I tie on this next one? He'll have to come up with a tiebreaker. Yeah, ah. I will. All right. Because I bet he doesn't have one. But you don't know me. <laughs> Number 10. Sorry, I called you out so hard. It's all right. I can, I can improv, baby. <laughs> Number 10. This quiz. Ayo. 
Russell. The New Year quiz. Incorrect. Uh, Clayton. New Year, new quiz. Incorrect. Beep. It's hanging big brain with Dave. Incorrect. <laughs> it's over. That's the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nathan. I like Doug's games better. <laughs> never thought I'd so say I. that. I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> so do I. Uh, that was my dumb quiz because I'm a dumb guy. So, that was a great quiz. Oh. Yeah, Russell won. Russell won! Yeah! Put an air horn sound. I won the first quiz of the year. It doesn't give me the right to sing. Not yet. You have to Always win sing. You know, three you, quizzes for that. When you're feeling too quizzes. much to speak, you sing. When you can't sing, you dance. You can't dance, Rules you teach. Musicals. Yeah. When you can't dance, yeah, okay. you're in Footloose. Oh! <laughs> uh, that's it for Hanging Big Ray with Dave. Russell won that one. Uh, but unfortunately, that means it's the end of the show. Oh, bye show. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And that's that sad. Yeah, sad. It's so sad. I yeah. get to have a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Smoking, Smoking kills, kills. everyone. <laughs> uh, this is the DKP Weekly. I've been... Yep, boy. Yep, boy. And with me, as always, is the Nate Dog. Woof. <laughs> A.K.A. Nathan Nasty. Ew. That's gross. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, so with us is Russell the Love Muscle. Oh, yeah. A.K.A. Producer Russell. Thanks for joining us on the Draft Quarters Podcast Network. Please find us on all your social media by searching DraftQ or Draft Quarters Productions. Uh, join us on Patreon where we are giving you our DQP Does the MCU series for $1 a month. Also, find our Amazon wish list in the show notes. Email us questions, comments, concerns. Concerns? Concerns. At DraftQ at gmail.com. And send Dave VHS films no yes clayton that would be very sweet if you did you don't have to but it'd be very sweet also with us very special guest guest i did it again you did i did it again yeah <laughs> a very special guest classy clayton you know what i love about you dave what's that buddy that you're so sweet that you think i'm classy <laughs> i think you're very classy buddy <laughs> oh Bless your little heart. Aww. It's not that little. I'm, not, I'm big. It's probably not classy at all. I'm a nasty little bitch. <laughs> I can do it again if you want. Nasty little bitch, Clayton. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, we could change it to cut this. <laughs> Cunty Clayton. Uh <laughs> I mean, I kind of personally love it. That's um, not bad. I don't you know. care if we use the word cunt. That's like my oh, favorite perfect. word. It's a fun word. I'll be yeah. cunty Clayton. I like it. All right. Yeah. Sweet. I chose my own name. I am the definite article. I am <laughs> cunty Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'll catch you on the flip side. It don't let. Hear me blow. Bye. 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 I like people.